Proverbs chapter 18, verse number 12. If you are able and willing, I will invite you to stand once again for the reading and reverence of God's Word. Read one verse of Scripture. We'll go to the Lord in a word of prayer, and then we'll jump right into the thought tonight. The Bible says, uh, Before destruction, the heart of man is haughty, and before honor is humility. Kind of read it again. Before destruction, the heart of man is haughty, and before honor is humility. Let's go, Lord, in a word of prayer. Dear Lord, most kind, gracious Heavenly Father, I love you so much, Lord. Thank you for your many blessings, your grace, your love, your goodness, your kindness. And thank you for the sweet songs of Zion. Thank you for the fellowship of God's people. Thank you, Lord, we can bring our, our burdens unto you and leave them there. Thank you for being a God that is not us, Lord, that every time we need you, we can call on you as our Lord, our Savior, our Father. God, I pray you bless the reading of your word tonight. Lord, as I said moments ago, I, I don't know exactly why you're having me preach this message, why you put it on my heart. Maybe we just need the reminder. Lord, maybe I needed to hear it. But God, I pray, Lord, that you help me tonight speak to the people. And God, they wouldn't just hear me, that they would hear you, God. And we'd leave this place better than when we came. I love you, Lord, and I thank you. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. You might be seated. Thank you for standing to reverence the word of the Lord. Uh, we look here in verse number 12. The Bible says, Before destruction, the heart of man is haughty, and before honor is humility. And if you follow along or pay attention at all, uh, you'll find that the word before appears twice in the verse tonight. Let me say this quickly by way of introduction, and we'll jump right into the thought tonight. While recently reading through the book of Proverbs, a word and the use of the word uh, has caught my attention. That word that I just emphasized a moment ago is the word before. Now, the word before is used many times in the Bible. I would not dare try to uh, mention every time the word before is used. But this word before that we're looking at tonight is not just the word, but it's how the word is used. Uh, in the span of four chapters, chapter 15, 16, and 18, we've got to traverse verse seven, uh, chapter 17. In the span of four chapters, three verses use this word in such a way that establishes an order or a sequence, if you will. These instances convey cause and effect. These instances more specifically provide a if and then certainties. If this is a true, then this will always be true. If this is present, then this is present. If this is chosen, then this is certain. Can I give you just a, an off-the-wall example? If you break into a gun owner's home, then you will be shot. Somebody say amen right there. Amen. If you eat McDonald's every day, you're not going to have good health. I mean, if you do that, then this is going to happen. Y'all with me? Yes, sir. Uh, if a diabetic goes to town on a toothbox or two cases of Debbie cakes, it's, it's not going to be good for their sugar. If some, if one thing is true, Sister Carolyn, then there's another thing that will also be true. Uh, we're going to skim quickly through these three instances. If you want to turn back with me, uh, Proverbs 15, verse number 33. Proverbs 15, 33. I just want to read the verse quickly and we'll move on. The Bible says, Proverbs 15, 33. The fear of the Lord is the wisdom of uh, the instruction of wisdom. And before honor is humility. 
Before honor is humility. Do you see how that word before is establishing in a sequence or an order? Before honor is humility. Proverbs 15, 33 records a positive if and then certainty. Humility before honor. I'm going to get ahead of myself here because it's going to mention this same uh, equation in a moment, but the truth of the matter is this, you can't experience honor without humility. I heard a preacher say many years ago, I probably should have looked it up, but I think it's somewhere in First Timothy. It's listing off some sins, and Paul is denouncing these sins by way of uh, the inspiration of God. And in that list, Brother Bill, it says, uh, unholy and unthankful or unthankful and unholy. And the preacher said one time, the only time uh, unthankful comes before uh, unholy, but comes before unthankful is in the dictionary. You always become unthankful, then you become unholy, is what the preacher is trying to say. That's the same thing we find here. So here we have a positive certainty. And then Proverbs chapter 16, verse number 18, if you want to look along with me, you can. Proverbs chapter 16, verse 18. I'm sure a lot of us know this verse. Probably many of us could quote this verse. But the Bible says, Proverbs 16, 18, Pride goeth before destruction, and an haughty spirit before a fall. Uh, Proverbs 16, 18 records a negative if and then certainty. Pride before destruction, and a haughty spirit before a fall. You say, Brother Jacob, What's haughty? Haughty is lifted up, it's puffed up, it's a, a self-exaltation. A haughty spirit comes before a fall. If you have a haughty spirit, then you're going to fall. That's what the Bible is teaching. If you're proud, your destruction's coming. That is what is established in this verse. And then our text verse tonight is Proverbs 18, verse number 12. Proverbs 18, verse number 12. It says, before destruction, the heart of man is haughty, and before honor is humility. Proverbs 18, verse 12, 18, chapter 18, verse number 12, incorporates the previous two instances. The first one was positive. Uh, uh, humility comes before honor. And then uh, chapter 16, pride before destruction. This verse incorporates the two, and it provides a negative and a positive, a negative and a positive. I think it's pretty fitting. The Lord does that quite frequently. I think it's chapter 15, verse 3. You don't got to turn there, but it's the eyes of the Lord are in every place, beholding the evil and the good. Sister Ginger, again, God gives a negative and he follows it up with a positive. That's what we see here in chapter 18, verse number 12. You say, Brother Jacob, what are you getting to? Uh, I'm just I'm, I'm pointing out this, ne- first off, the negative, then the positive. We'll get there quickly. Proverbs 18, verse 12, the first part, records a negative if and then certainty. Haughtiness of heart comes before destruction. Haughtiness of heart before destruction. Uh, this could be a good study for some somebody else. I don't speak uh, Greek. You don't speak Greek. I don't speak Hebrew, and you don't speak Hebrew. I did find this interesting, Brother Bill. The word "haughty" in uh, chapter sixteen, verse eight, uh, chapter sixteen, verse eighteen, and the word uh, "haughty" in chapter eighteen, verse twelve. It's a different Hebrew word. I don't know why. I thought that was pretty interesting. You might could study that for yourself, but I did just note that that was a, a different Hebrew word there. But I don't speak Hebrew, and neither do you, so I'm not going to try. But you can study that for yourself. But haughtiness of heart before 
destruction. David Sorson said this so eloquent, eloquent, I can't even say the word. He said it so masterfully. Uh, pride is the vanguard to destruction. It is the forerunner of trouble. Moreover, a big head precedes a fall. And can we agree to that truth tonight? When you get puffed up, Brother George, you're on dangerous ground. The Bible said in the book of Daniel, he that walketh in pride, he is able to abase. If, if we get puffed up, God makes it his job to knock us down. That's the vanguard to destruction, the forerunner of trouble. And I tell you, pride will get you in a lot of places. Amen. Pride will get you in a bad place and pride will keep you there. Amen. A big head precedes a fall. Uh, the second half of Proverbs 18, 12 uh, records a positive if and then certainty. It's the same one we find in Proverbs 15, 33. Humility before honor. Humility before honor. We don't make a whole lot of humility in our day, but can I tell you it's a big thing to God. Humility, Brother George, is, is not a, a precious commodity in our world, but it is ever a precious thing in the eyes of God. Uh, there's, you find many examples in the Word of God where people were puffed up and exalted, and God wanted to use them, Brother Bill, but He could not use them because they were so puffed up. The Lord hates a proud look, according to Proverbs chapter number 6. But humility uh, comes before honor. Sorsen quote said something else, and I wanted to give him credit for it. He said, honor in God's economy is preceded by Humility. The world does not give much respect to humility, but God does. Can I tell you, uh, there are many people today that have built themselves up. They want, they think, they aspire to do great things, but they cannot use great things. Since God don't use a haughty people, He uses humble people. Humble people. So uh, chapter 18, verse 12 gives us really two options, two choices, two sequences. When I ask the question, which sequence will we choose? Will we choose the one that ends in destruction? Or will we choose the one that ends in honor? Will we choose one that will leave us crying? Or will we choose the one that will leave us glorifying God? That's the truth. You say, I'm in church on a Wednesday night. Yes, you are, and I'm thankful that you are. Uh, but uh, the truth of the matter is, it doesn't matter if you are faithful at every service, involved in every ministry we have, and I, I believe many of you are. You're involved in everything we got going on at the church. But it is ever a danger for pride to creep in. Right. That we are good, and we are. I'm glad we like that Pharisee. I, I'm, at least I'm not like they are. Yes, there are people who are doing far more heinous things than I'm doing tonight. And I, I'm not going to minimize that and say that's not the truth. And you're trying to walk for God. You're trying to read the Word. I hope you're, do, I hope you're trying to walk with God. I hope you're reading the Word of God. I hope you're praying. I hope you're leading your family. I hope you're being a light shining. That's my prayer. That's what I want to be. But can I tell you, pride will come up to someone doing right. Pride will come. I'm doing pretty good. The Lord should be pretty proud of me. Somebody should pat me on the back. Somebody this. Somebody. And Brother George, we get puffed up and we get arrogant. And that when we get that way, it's very dangerous. You say, why, Brother Jacob? Because the, the same path that we are on today uh, can be derailed. This way, the, the, the wrong path can be derailed, be derailed by one right decision. The right path can be derailed by one wrong Amen. decision. Amen. I don't want a life that will leave me pining. I want to live a life that will leave me glorifying God. That word honor there, I tried to give a good definition for it. 
And the one thing I find that there's a correlating word, that Hebrew word. I don't speak Hebrew, neither do you. That correlating word, that word honor is the same word as glory. Now, I don't think it's to say that, oh, well, we're glorious, we're wonderful, we're right. I don't, I don't think that's the idea God is conveying here. I do believe God is trying to let us know that we can live a life. We'll be humble. We can be servant to glorify not ourselves, but God. Amen. We may, everybody, it's, I've said this a bunch, but I'm going to say it again. The Lord told me to say it. It's one thing for, uh, for people to say, man, they're doing a good job for God. For me to fool people, then God know for sure that I'm not. Oh, you hear me? I'd rather the world doubt my allegiance to God and God recognize it than the world recognize it and God deny it. Verse came to mind as I was walking up the step tonight. Uh, first thing I thought was uh, hopefully my boys didn't sneak any toys into the church. Second thing I thought was, man, it's cold. I better put this jacket on. And I started walking up the ramp and a verse came to my mind. It's Galatians chapter number 6, verse number 3. The Bible tells us of those who, uh, the man who thinks he is something when he is nothing. He deceives himself. He says, I'm something. Uh, The Bible tells us that we are nothing. If we ever lose sight on the fact that we are nothing, we start to think that we are something, we deceive ourselves. You say, Brother Jacob, why? I'm doing pretty good. I'm living a cross-honoring life. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Don't ever forget that we're not the ones. We're not twos. We're not fives. We're not sevens. We're zeros. And the only reason we have any value at all is because we're next to the one. I, I, you know, I remember Sunday I mentioned this. I said I mentioned something I don't know anything about. If you want to talk to me about it, you can talk to me about it after church. And I'm going to share what he told me. I said, if you need to know about chess, you ask John Coe. John said, hey, you were right on. You said exactly everything right. He said, but remember that pawn? It's nothing. It's the, it's the least valuable piece in the chess game. He said, but it gets down to the end. Of, it can, This is what he said. If it gets down to the end of the game and you played it right, he said, that pawn can become one of the most powerful pieces on the board. I said, praise God. I don't know how true that is, but John said it, so I'm going to preach it. Amen. The truth is, matter. we're nothing. But if we get in the hands of God, we can be mighty servants of God, honorable servants of God. Which, which path will we choose? The one that ends in destruction? Or we choose the one that ends in honor with a life that glorifies God. You can't have both. It's one or the other. Pride, destruction. A haughty spirit, destruction. A haughty heart, destruction. But honor, he's got to come after humility. We could, you could take you could take and you could read first Peter five five and five six. You could read James four six and James four ten. You could apply you could apply those truths. God gives grace to the humble, but he resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. Brother George, he pushes down those who oppose uh, those who exalt themselves, but he lifts up those who humble themselves. The choice is real simple to me. A life of humility. I am nothing. We we need that reminder every once in a while. We're not all we're, well, brother Bill. We're not all we're cracked up to be. We're nothing without Him. Matthew Henry said this: Pride is uh, the presage. Amen. The presage of ruin, and ruin at last will be the punishment of pride. Hum- humility is the presage of honor and prepares men for it. And honor shall at length be the reward of humility. What, what, what are we going to choose? Punishment. Are we going to take 
glory. We're going to take honor. Wilmington said this and I close. Pride leads to humiliation while humility brings honor. That's pretty. I like the way he put it. What's, what's your choice? Humiliation or humility? You start high, God will make you low. But if you start low, God will make you high. You exalt yourself, God will chop you down. But if you'll humble yourself, God will exalt you. Proverbs 29, 23. A man's pride shall bring him low, but honor shall uphold the humble in spirit. I want to close one verse out of the New Testament. I was talking to my brother today, and I just I just said this verse. I just I just said it at random. I said, uh, I said one of my favorite one of my favorite uh, speakers said this, and I just I read the verse, and he was like, "That was the Lord Jesus." I said, "Yeah, yeah, it was the Lord Jesus." And, uh, but Matthew twenty three twelve. Notice what the Lord says about it. The Lord says about Matthew twenty three verse number twelve. I hope you got in mind which path are you choosing, which sequence are you desiring, destruction or uh, honor. This is what the Lord said, Matthew 23, 12. And whosoever shall exalt himself shall be abased. Now, I don't, we don't use that vernacular every day, but abased means pushed down, chopped down, brought to the bottom, brought to nothingness. And whosoever shall exalt himself shall be abased. And he that shall humble himself shall be exalted. I close Will you start here or will you end here? If you're going to end here, you've got to start here. But if you start here, you will end down here. Let us not get blinded. Man, we're the, we're the Christians of the family. You may be, but you better not think it has anything to do with you. That's right. Amen. I'm the witness of the family. You may be and you better be, but don't think it's anything of you. It's all because of Him. Destruction or honor? Humiliation or humility? That's the reminder tonight.